Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the 30th of November. A very big day, in fact, in the world of Australian sports. Today was the day that the Don made his test debut. That's going to form part of our last listener standing quiz, so there's a little taste for you. But before all that, some heavy hitters today. This morning, strong words from New Rugby Australia chairman Daniel Herbert, who has declared that rugby union in this country is facing a mini-crisis and he's warned that there could be more landmines to step on. Coming up, I've done a two-part interview that you'll hear right here on the morning program with the former World Rugby Player of the Year. That happened in 1999, the same year that he was part of our Rugby World Cup winning team. In fact, Dan Herbert was part of what you'd have to call a golden era for the Wallabies. But now he is in charge of fixing the game. He's been in that position for just under two weeks and he's in charge of trying to unite the stakeholders. There are plenty trying to clean up after the Eddie Jones disaster at the World Cup and also trying to get you, the sports fan, back on board. And if you're a rugby fan who's left the game, well, you are definitely in the sights of Daniel Herbert. So we'll do that this morning. I've had a chat with him earlier this morning and it is a two-part interview where we cover all of the issues in front of us in Rugby Australia and I'll be interested in your thoughts on that. So that's coming up soon. Make sure you stay tuned. Plus, Michael Maguire will be rubber-stamped as New South Wales State of Origin coach this morning. We will bring you the press conference live. The details, the New South Wales Rugby League will be holding the press conference and make the announcement at 11am. So we'll take you straight there. New South Wales Rugby League Chief Executive Dade Trodden will make that announcement and we'll take you there because the new coach will be available for interview. So Michael Maguire, will hear from him this morning. He'll also join Jimmy Smith later on this afternoon for an in-depth chat. And the news around is that John Cartwright will be also officially unveiled as part of the coaching staff for Madge. So it's all finally come down to the announcement that they can get out and get in front of the game here. Well, in front of the game, perhaps. I mean, it's been, it's been bubbling around, hasn't it? And we've seen what's going on at the New Zealand Rugby League and Michael Maguire's position over there. And now the gates are open and the path is clear for New South Wales' state of origin. Of course, John Cartwright, as the Brisbane Broncos' assistant coach, one of their assistant coaches up there, that, that adds another thread to this that he'll be alongside Madge in the New South Wales state of origin system where on a week-to-week basis he gets a first-hand look at plenty of the Queenslanders as well. 
State of Origin history will also form part of our last listener standing quiz. So we do that on Everyone's a Winner Thursday. We've got a golf box prize pack up for grabs, an Odyssey cap, a Tour Tower, Truviz golf balls. You can shop at golfbox.com.au or you're part of our quiz just after the 10 o'clock news. So one 1170 is the number that you need to write down and give me a call after the 10 o'clock news. In fact, call Tommy during the 10 o'clock news. You join the queue. If you get five questions right this morning, folks, you are the winner. You'll need to know some origin history. You'll need to know some cricket history. And I mentioned to you that Don Bradman made his test debut on this day against England. But maybe you might want to think about where and when Don Bradman really hit his straps. Also, we'll touch on some golf history as well with the Australian Open. So you'll more than likely have the answers in between now and then, but it's a lot of fun as we always do. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy 1170 is that open line number. Make sure you're part of it and make sure you stay tuned because Daniel Herbert coming up very soon. This morning, Brandy has shut down any thoughts that Penrith would release Jerome Luai um, before that they plan to if he's going to move. And we've seen this before with the Matt Burton situation. No problems whatsoever on this one because you've got to ask yourself the question, why would you? Why on earth would you if you the Panthers try to keep Jerome Luai but you can't do it for the long term perhaps in terms of the amount of money that's being offered elsewhere, then why let him go earlier unless you can get something, unless A, you want to, or B, you can get something back in return. So reports last night that the club could swap Luai to the Tigers immediately in exchange for David Clemmer and Lachlan Galvin. However, this morning Brandy has shut that down completely and that is no surprise. But Penrith fans or West Tigers fans, if this is what's going on, if this is what's in the mix, what do you make of that? Would you rather see if Jerome Luai, for instance, is planning on going to the Tigers in 2025? If that's the plan, well, the Bulldogs are now in the mix too because there's been an official meeting there with Gus Gould. So if he is planning to move on in 2025, Panthers fans, are you happy that the Penrith club is saying, no, we're going to stick firm? Or would you entertain the idea depending on what you could get? And that's probably the key, depending on what you could get. And then on the flip side of that, if you're a Tigers fan or a Bulldogs fan, what would you prepared, be prepared to give up to try and get him earlier? And is that an important part of signing Jerome Luai? Do you want him next year or are you prepared to wait until the year after? Let me know on 0457 736 736. Meanwhile, some of the uh, guys that will be selling rugby league to the Americans have been earmarked by their respective clubs. Campbell Graham at the Rabbitohs, Adam Reynolds at the Broncos and Aaron Woods from the Seagulls as those that are, could be the ambassadors spreading the word. The Roosters are still in the process of finalising their pick and they've got several players on a short list. At the Seagulls, boss Tony Mestrov said Aaron Woods would be a great ambassador as well as playing he currently works in the media. So he'd be the ideal person to represent the club and the NRL. Not a bad choice. He'll keep them occupied. Blake Solly said to the Herald, Campbell's exploits speak for themselves. He's a Kangaroos World Cup winner, George Pickens medalist, club's highest honour. 
off the field. He's intelligent, articulate, and will have some fun promoting the game. So that's not a bad one either. And Adam Reynolds, of course, has got the look, he's got the nous, and he's got a bit of X factor about him. So that leaves the Roosters. So who do you think the Roosters should look at? We can have a bit of fun with this one this morning. And we've got to remember, too, that when they're over there selling the game, whilst we know who they are, we have to start from scratch and say, OK, we're putting these players in front of the market who essentially they don't know their history. They don't know whether they're leading players or whatever. They're going to have to sell it with their personalities. So who do you reckon they could send over from the Roosters? About 15,000 tickets have already been sold to the doubleheader and they're hopeful of packing out that stadium. 65,000 seats, of course, available to pack out. 0457 736 736 this morning. Let me know who we reckon out of the Roosters squad, perhaps a past player, anyone, really, that we want to send over and be part of that little sales pitch to the US. Meanwhile, Connor Tracy suffered a bit of a setback after joining the Bulldogs. That happened quickly, but last night on Twitter, Phil Gould confirmed that he suffered an injury at Sharks training on Monday. Won't start running again until mid-January, but should be ready to trial in February, which is still a very good outcome. Um, So that, you know, how do you know when those little injuries are going to come along? And let's hope that Connor Tracy's up and running quite literally, by the time that he starts his next part of rugby league journey at uh, the Bulldogs. Wayne Bennett has made an early season move with Val Tafare, and he said, I've sent him away to get fitter. So he's arrived at pre-season training overweight. I've sent Val away to get fitter. That's the situation. Came back to pre-season way too heavy and too unfit to play NRL at that body weight. He's doing no ball work with us at the moment, and our priority is is to get him fit. I can imagine there's a lot of former players who are listening to this program saying, so what? (laughs) That happens all the time, and there's probably current players too, but in the current landscape, it it sounds like a big deal, doesn't it? Like, it's almost like you can't say that anymore. Well, Wayne Bennett can, and plenty of other coaches can, and I like to hear it. If he's turned back, he's got back, to pre-season training, he's too heavy and too unfit to play the NRL, in the NRL, then they've sent him off to make sure that he can. They turned him around and said, no, 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 you're going to drop all that and you are going to come back to be fit to play in the NRL. That's your job. So I like it. Let me know what you think about that on 0457 736 736. Very Wayne Bennett, very football sort of goes against a lot of what people will say in 2023. But, hey, that's your profession and that's how you should be turning up to pre-season training, not unfit and not way too heavy to play the game that you're being paid a heck of a lot of money to do so. The WBBL final has now been locked in and it's the Brisbane Heat. So they've made it through to play the Adelaide Strikers on Saturday at Adelaide Oval and that would mean that if the Heat can win their next game... They've done it the hardest of ways. They've gone through the Eliminator, won that. They've gone through the Challenger, won that. And now they get to the final and try and stop the Strikers from going back-to-back. So the Heat beat the Scorchers by 67 runs last night. 
at the Wacker Ground. I'll keep you across Sheffield Shield as well, New South Wales against Tasmania at the SCG. And meanwhile, we've got Matt Renshaw, Cameron Bancroft and Marcus Harris all playing in various games around the country. And those three openers obviously vying not for Australian selection at the moment, but for Australian selectors' attention at the moment. So we'll keep you across where they're all that. Plus, round one of the Australian Open at the Australian and the Lakes is underway. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is my open line number. You can join us this morning. Last listener standing quiz, of course, is coming up just after the 10 o'clock news. But after this, we will play uh, part one of our interview with Rugby Australia's new chairman, Daniel Herbert.